Scott Johnson this year was inducted to the Podcasting Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Yeah. So we've had a Hall of Fame podcaster on the show. We can get Sam Harris. Like, you're welcome to try. (laughs) Well, you're welcome to try because you're his fan. It's your job. Better if it's you. You'd be like, I read all of your books. (laughs) I talk about you in every episode. People probably really need to be on on a show. What's that? Does Sam Harris like to be constantly interrupted? Uh, My feeling is yes. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hello, and welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast. My name is Bo Schwartz, and joining me today, as always, is Mr. Crofton Steer. Crofton, hello. You're going there, Bo. Yeah, it was quick, right? I was expecting it. Yeah, I didn't expect it. joining us today is Michael Hodgins. As per usual, the trio is back for the 222nd time. Mm. Hi, Mike. That many, eh? Hello, Bo. Hello, Crofton. Hello, GBB listeners. Hello. Yeah, so we're here. (laughs) That's it. Intro's done. I didn't do a little like <laughs> thing like he, Crofton is the uh, Ed McMahon Wait, I got of, of podcasting because he always says I'm he's stealing the pencil, it. Pencil of this podcast, uh, Bo is the fountain pen, and I am the marker. How about that? Save it for when it's your intro, man. I never do those. I'm just imitating. You yes, guys. you do. I just listened to an episode today, time travel, where you did the intro and you did that type of intro. Yeah, but I was trolling you. I was trolling me you. off. Don't you you realize that? Go back and listen to that. You love 4K HDR, and I was trolling you about that by by doing your own intro. It was a giant troll. How did you not? You're the king of trolls. You should spot these easily. Ah, ah. There he's trolled again. (laughs) Well, I guess that wasn't really trolling. But anyway, gents, I'm just really happy to be doing a podcast. This is like the second episode we do in as many weeks. And that is like a massive achievement. Now, to be fair, I'm going away on vacation next week, so we can't record a show. And Where that's why going? we're doing one this week. I'm going to, uh, well, this is going to mean nothing to our seven listeners, but I'm going to Sandbanks. Oh, uh, yeah. Hey, is, uh, Sandbanks. I know that place. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Bo, do you know that place? Is that uh, near Picton? Yes. Uh, Good work, Bo. I've been to Sandbanks. I've been yeah, to Picton. It's the closest thing to Ontario's tropics. It's a it's a big beach with sand it's, dunes. It's, it's nice. all right. Yeah, it's a good it's spot. All right. So uh, so yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm looking forward to being done after uh, tomorrow. But also, I'm enjoying the fact that like you know uh, we haven't been doing as many go. shows, partly due to my baby situation, and now I got my baby sleeping, so it's pretty sweet. That's mm. where old people go. You know, that's like it's a sign of your age, isn't it? That you're on a sandbox. No, no. Young By people old people, do you mean adults? No, I mean like geriatric. I mean you're sixty. No, no, not so that's an old people it. vacation. Until they go to Prince Edward County, which is the county it's in. There's all sorts of wineries and wine tasting. You're one step. But they don't away. go to the Sandbanks. Is more like families and kids. You're, you're one step away from the boat ride to the Thousand Islands and uh, Gananoque. Good old Gan. Hey. Guess where I'm going this weekend, Bo? Gananoque. Yeah, you got it. This is a good, bad, or geriatric podcast. Oh, my God. You guys are vacationing in old people land in Ontario. Well, I guess so. I'm camping on an island. I don't think old people camp. That's where old people go to camp. If you were young people, people you you camp camp in some mosquito-filled bush in in, in, bum F nowhere. And also, Bo, who never travels anywhere... uh, it it uh, it I will tell you know that Sandbanks. We're on Instagram. Uh, is is definitely not an old person haunt. My brother, until recently, who's known for his massive binge drinking binge drinking marathons with like many other young people, until recently went there every year to have a massive binge drink. So that's not something that the old people are into. They're more, you know. I agree with Crofton. The the wine tours. That's the that's what the old people do. I've been there. It's for old people. <laughs> when were you there? <laughs> Uh, when I lived in Kingston, they, we went there for yeah, like some people. They they brought us to go. Years ago, <laughs> like, 
Exactly. And, and, and I was like, oh my god, look at all the olds here. Because you were like 19, you saw like a 32-year-old, and you were like, look at old guys! I was in 30. early 20s, and no, everyone had a massive gray head of hair. Old. Okay, whatever. Anyway, Crofton, I hope you have a good time in Sandman. <laughs> Thanks, buddy! And Bo, I hope you choke on your I contempt. hope you have, both have moment of clarity and realize this isn't time yet. <laughs> this isn't time to vacation this part of the world yet. I'll be sitting on the beach taking shots of myself and posting them on social media. It's a nice place. Everybody thinks I have an amazing life. I hope you have fun. It is a nice place. Sandbanks is nice. It's, you know, but it's just, it's, I I, I, I equivocated with olds. Look, I think also you're taking for granted the whole, which I do, living in Canada and not really appreciating it. Now that I have this Airbnb unit in my basement, (laughs) I'm meeting all these people these like Europeans who are traveling in Canada are like, your country's really nice. We really like it. And so many of them are doing this. Like they go to Niagara Falls and I'm like, really? I, like I've been there, but I'm like, yeah, it's a, Niagara like a Falls is like, I felt like it was kind of cool. You're being like, there. it's for old people. Only losers go there and European tourists. Well, I was going to say Niagara Falls, the falls are cool, but the place is kind of a shithole. That's what yeah, my, my takeaway. I'm like, it's casinos and like it's, shitty it's, businesses what, and a good magic to- show. And in restaurants, I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, it's totally true. And I because there's uh, yeah, two people that stayed here: a couple, uh, a little family from uh, Spain, and another family from France. And the family from France, they didn't speak any English. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, comment était le shoot Niagara?" And they were like, "They're like, oh, they shoot, they shoot, a uh, magnifique, a uh, tout autour, horrible, horrible." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, you got that. Niagara right. Falls, falls are cool. Everything else. <laughs> Put it in the toilet. Horrible. <laughs> I, I just, let's let's move on before we hit more locations oh, that both. By the way, this on. episode is brought to you by Tourism Niagara Falls. <laughs> book your book your trip today uh, at the Hotel de Niagara. I don't know Look, what's hotel called. Whatever. Your all your traveling is just to go into like conventions or whatever. Which is I've like, been I'm... to Niagara Falls for a vacation. <laughs> Thank you very and much. A, they have good wine tours. Yeah. I didn't take a wine Anyways, tour, one day you'll be old enough I to went, appreciate it. But. I went to a magic show and I hung out in the casino and saw the falls. He meant Magic the Gathering. No, no. A, a literal magic show. <laughs> the kind where they make pigeons disappear. Ugh. It's an illusion. But you wish you could get that hour of your life back? No, it was entertaining. Okay, let's move on. Wait, to a random are you, topic. Wait, do you hate magicians? <laughs> Wait, no, you... yeah, I, yeah, I'm not big on the magicians thing. Yeah, but at least it's a real job where they're earning like income. Like they're trying to impress people and earn their we money. We should, right? we should do, a, we should do a topic on magicians. Like that stage would be magicians. a good topic. I didn't realize you were anti-magician. My, my but now just... I've given away my. I thought you liked my... um, the, what's that guy's name? What's the old James Randy? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's I like him. Well, the thing is, here whenever I see him, but he likes him as a skeptic. Here's the deal: if anything is about fun, Mike is generally against it <laughs> by proxy. It's like comedians eh, don't know about it. Magicians, I like mm, clowns, forget that. You know, movies, oh, superheroes, a, forget it. Yeah, superhero stuff. But uh, <laughs> uh, but what I will say about magicians, the thing about them is that, like, you know, and you guys both know this. Well, uh-huh. certainly Bo, anyway, maybe Crofton not so much. But that they're, that they're not really doing magic, right? They're trying yeah. to trick you. Yeah. So so all I can do when I watch a magician, TV or otherwise, all I can do is try to figure out how he's tricking me. I can be impressed by it, but I'm just like, he's doing something. So I spend all my time, when I'm, if I look at it on TV, looking at, like, around around him and at the carters of the stage should be like how is this trick being done i want to deconstruct the trick i can't just appreciate its art form because mm-hmm. my brain doesn't work that way i'm like you're trapped you in your own brain mike to the yeah. detriment of magic <laughs> so, so that's all right all well, right if i was the host of this episode i would use that pause to seg into the red well i was about generator. to but like you can't <laughs> shut up for two seconds as soon as there's dead air you're gonna fill it with your voice I think, sake. guys, do you think this is our best start ever to a show? It's I was pretty, fascinated by by your your sudden <laughs> hatred of magicians and your your willing hate magicians, but willing to go to old people land for vacation. I'm fascinated uh, <laughs> by your hatred of old people in Canada. I like old people. I just don't want to be in their vacation spaces. It's private for them. Uh, but I'm going to start up the or Mike's going to start up the random topic oh, yeah. generator in just a second, uh, and we're going to get going on a topic. And I don't have a clever segue, so we're just going to have to deal with it. 
So, get us started. <laughs> you can never judge my segues again. <laughs> Incidentally, segues are what it will keep you. I like how you're high fiving in our high fiving yourself in our Twitch chat. What I don't know what you're oh. talking about. <laughs> the top today is meditation. <sighs> I, it's funny because I was actually listening to a previous episode of this show uh, today, the time travel episode, where Mike was talking at one point about the Dalai Lama because he does every couple of episodes. And uh, what do you and, 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 and when he was talking about the Dalai Lama, he was saying how the Dalai Lama like lives in the present. It's all about living in the present, but meditates like five hours a day or something like that. And I remember thinking at that time, and when I listened to it, being like, oh, "What a tremendous waste of time!" Meditating <laughs> five hours a day, meditating. Yeah, for sure. What I sound like someone who could benefit from some meditation. What exactly is meditating? I get that it's someone standing still, not doing um, anything. Something about inner peace, internal, letting go and so not thinking you're of asking, any. Are you asking me? Not, to I, I, I know what how what's been told to me, but I don't know what it is. Right? It's like let go of all your thoughts. What? Yeah, I think you know, it's like, basically. I think it's basically just trying to quiet your mind. I think that's all it is. Okay. And you, as you practice doing that, I look and I am no meditator. I don't, I don't meditate really. <laughs> I've, I've learned enough about it because I listened to the Sam Harris podcast, which I highly recommend. And, uh, and uh, he talks about it a lot. He's a big time <laughs> meditator. You're playing so, the good, uh, better bullshit drinking game. It's time to drink. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I listen to that podcast all the time, and he says if you want to support this podcast, you can give me money, which I haven't done, or talk promote my show on your own podcast. So there you go. That's what I'm doing. I'm being supportive. Oh wait, podcast. are we gonna have Sam Harris on? I doubt it. Seems like he's a pretty big draw, at least to some people. Anyways, he's big time in meditation. Wrote some books about it, and he's talking about it all the time. And my understanding uh, through his lens, so like I'm, you know, I'm haven't done broad research about this or anything mm. but they said or you, your aim is to quiet your mind let your thoughts go uh and through that you kind of realize that your yourself your ego is just a sort of thing that doesn't really exist and um that kind of makes you feel better <laughs> that's kind of my basic understanding it's like oh yeah all i know from it is what i see like in movie tropes and people talking about it and it sounds nice but i don't if i ever thought that maybe i was trying to meditate i can't remember a time where i would have preached it or tried it it sounds like hooey to me well it's just like so you'll hear people often say like um there's different types of meditation that i'm aware of some are like things like um there's a lot of talk and focus on breathing right breathing you just like you focus on breathing. And I think that's a way of, of getting your brain to stop its internal dialogue, to stop thinking mm. just in, out, in just that. Another way is to look at a candle, apparently. You know, you light a candle, you just look at the flame. You could just do that for a long time. And the whole point of this is to stop that part of your brain, which is the one that's talking to itself, that you hear all day long, being like, oh, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. That person at work really annoyed me, whatever. Mm. Uh, that sort of constant cycle and that the some people claim that the not only psychological benefits of this, but also maybe health benefits of just letting your mind be quiet uh, are very beneficial. And it and so interest a couple of interesting things. Just because again, I don't know much about this, but I find it interesting to talk about. <clears throat> so, um, have you? Well, I, I know Crofton hasn't, but Bo, have you ever done the like magic mushrooms or LSD? <laughs> You tell me, Bo. The magic mushroom <laughs> or the LSD? There's Suicide. only a few of them. Man, you really are getting old. Um, so uh, <clears throat> it's just LSD or just mushroom or shrooms or mushrooms. Yeah, I'm I've, asking, I've done well, neither. Yeah. I have experienced well, neither. So, like, some people say that these, um, uh, so LSD and so the psychedelics generally, that often if you take them, people have um, these experiences. Where they, 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 you know, you hear the hippie kind of tropes of like, I felt one with 
humanity, one with the universe, and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and again, it's it's so as articulated, it's similar to meditation in sense it's it's a loss of sense of the self. Um, mm-hmm. And some of the interesting things about this, it, so I know we're off on a side topic of psychedelics a little bit here, but they sort of relate. So. Uh, there's been studies done with we are who, off on time. Well, I am, but I'll but I'll, <laughs> I'll bring it back around. And, and uh, people have done sort of uh, studies on with the terminally ill and chronically depressed, say, cancer patients who are like, you got six months to live, you got cancer, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat this. And people are like, oh, I am horribly depressed because of that. Sounds like a bad situation, which you know any of us may find ourselves in one day. So they did studies where they gave some of these people LSD or psilocybin, and sometimes with as little as one one dose, mm-hmm. uh, people then all of a sudden were no longer depressed. They were just like, oh, I'm here, I'm alive, and I'm so happy to be here. It gave them, so what it did was give them a complete mind shift, taking these psychedelics, where all of a sudden they were able to see the world, see being alive, see themselves from a completely different perspective, one outside of their own ego, and it allowed them to enjoy and appreciate life again. So the relation of this to meditation is that um, they've also done studies where they've taken like very intense meditators who uh, have spent years meditating and looked at their heads in in uh, uh, fMRI machines where they're mm-hmm. like they can see the brain waves and they mirror almost exactly those types of people who are on psychedelics like or psilocybin specifically was the one study where where if you look at the brain activity it's like this kind of stuff happening all over the brain. Uh, and it's just very similar. So that meditation is a way to also achieve this kind of feeling of one with the world, one with the universe, uh, which is a liberating feeling and one that can that can alleviate a lot of personal suffering or, or things like fear of death or, or, or the things that come from being self-critical, ego-driven things. Mm-hmm. And so meditation is just a natural way, non-chemical way to shift your brain into a different way of thinking. That's my understanding of meditation, long roundabout. Hmm. So I'm going to take a different tact and add mm-hmm. to add, adding to that. My first exposure to meditation was through Splinter in the Ninja Turtles. So Splinter would often <laughs> go and meditate. The Ninja Turtles would burst into on him while he was meditating. Now, the thing about it is Splinter was supposed to be uh, the wise enlightened sensei where the ninja turtles were teenage they were impulsive they're running around and all that so from a young age i was exposed to the concept that meditation equals wise enlightened all that sort of stuff right like i'm not necessarily sure that that's the case but it at least as an adult, I appreciate it shows people sort of taking time, especially in, in an age of digital distraction, to like spend time with themselves where it's easy kind of not to. Um, the, the other thing is that when I was in elementary school, they made us do this thing called relaxation, uh, which in English is relaxation. <laughs> and uh, the thing is, it's essentially meditation. They'd have you listen, lie down on a mat in the gym, listen to this sort of music with this voiceover. And it's like, now your arm is getting relaxed and then your other arm is getting relaxed. But generally it's to like, it was a sort of meditative period. And uh, as an adult, looking back on it, maybe there was some sort of benefit for like kids, but it really seems kind of bullshit. Like it's, it really felt like I didn't, you know, after it, I was just like, okay, that was an hour. I love, I'm the, not parabol- get back. I love the parables on you, Crofton. The, the you had, balls? You, yes, you had the nerve to follow up all that Mike said with Splinter from TMNT. <laughs> no, no, I'm just you're like, you gotta, I'm gonna you take a different track. You, you gotta draw from what you know. So the final <laughs> thing is is that uh, people in, people in my work or uh, some who are gone now and all this were into these are into this app that is fairly popular called headspace i'm not sure if you guys have heard of this yeah, app I think so. in this yeah it's a it's a one it's kind of like a one minute meditation meditation thing so like i guess my my prejudices surrounding meditation is first i'm exposed to it via ninja turtles and i think that like it's for wise enlightened people then i have this thing in in school 
And I'm like, wow, this is, you know, kind of bullshitty. And then I don't think about it for a really, really long time. And then it's brought back into my life by now that I'm an adult in the working world and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, and I appreciate the concept a lot more than I did now, because as an adult, as a kid, all I'm thinking about it is fun. All I'm doing is having fun. I'm not, I don't have worries. I don't have concerns. I'm not trying to, you know, think deeper or get away from stuff. I just want to, you know, I just want to have a good time. As an adult, though, I'm starting to have these moments, not all the time, but like these moments where I'm like, I get caught up in my own head. And, and often it's related to conflict or interpersonal conflict. And I can see the appeal, like when, when they're talking about this headspace app of a minute a day, and maybe it allows you to get centered or grounded. I could see that being a valuable thing. Um, like, I think, so, uh, Andrea is, uh, has been meditating for, for a fair while now. And she's one of these, she's got like a fairly demanding job and there's a lot of stresses from that. And, you know, our son kind of can stress her out as, he, as he is wont to do with both his parents. Uh, so it, it, it's, it's been quite beneficial to her. She's, she just sort of got on it. I think it's maybe, I want to say six months she's been doing it. And she used to do it every morning and just found like, if she does it, she's just less grumpy. If there's a reason to be grumpy, it just calms her down. She just feels like, oh, I have way more. She it gives her way more capacity to deal with crap that you have to deal with. Uh, and so for her, it's been super helpful uh, to the point now where it's like when if she if for some reason things are too hectic or busy or whatever, she can't get twenty minutes to do a meditation. Like she feels like she feels that she's like, oh, I just need like you know, just even ten minutes to just sit there and she does these guided ones similarly from an app it always seems to me when i when i think about this that i'm like isn't that that that's not really meditation though in my head i'm like if you're listening to an app and someone's saying something to you i'm like you're not doing it right that's what i think now i'm probably completely wrong about that it probably is just fine to do that but in my head i always I, i always really felt like it's the it's it's the it's a process of getting yourself to stop talking so like that child of Croft, Crofton child who was uh, relaxation in the school gym and was probably Listening the whole time a... and probably the whole time thinking like oh my arm is relaxed uh it's not relaxed this is dumb i love the ninja turtles when splinter meditates nothing like this that that was probably going on the entire hour and which is exactly how not to meditate how not to meditate right you don't want to hear your internal dialogue you, you the aim and apparently it takes quite a while to be able to do this uh, is to get that to stop, mm-hmm. you know, and to get it so that you can quiet your mind, just observe uh, observe it, and all of a sudden the, that part of you, that the ego, the part of you that's talking, the analytical part is just not there, and that it's a different. You're able to see things differently, and I mean that is appealing. The other thing is, it sounds like it takes a long time to get good at this. Like when I was talking about the psilocybin in that. And you know, and the meditators, like they were talking about people who had meditated for forty thousand hours, had brains like someone taking psilocybin. Okay, so that's a giant commitment. And do you really want to feel like you're on psilocybin all the time? I don't know. Maybe you do, but maybe maybe you don't all the time. Maybe you just like it's good enough to just take psilocybin now and then. But uh, yeah, it just seems like it's a huge commitment. And I mean, the ben- if if the benefits are like you know. Uh, peace and tranquility and and not being fussed about death or this or this kind of stuff you know like that that is positive uh but it's also it's a fairly big commitment and i've always been kind of like maybe i should i should um you know start meditating but i just feel like eh, there's a a sort of weird there's a weird connection i have to all this because you know i was laughing a little bit at crofton but you know i was just making light of it and i didn't mean no disrespect um i'm certainly I was intrigued by what you would say, what you were saying about how <clears throat> drugs are able to simulate this effect, and it's sort of detached. Like, is meditation just quieting your mind? Because I can quiet my mind really easily, and it doesn't involve not doing something. Um, which well, is, which is yeah, for d- me, it's like if I play a video game that puts me in a space where I'm not worried about any of my anxieties. And I'm not worried about all the stuff I have to do or failed dreams or whatever that's going on in your, the voices in your head. I'm in a place of peace 
then my mind is quiet. Now, my mind is active. I'm receiving dopamine. Whatever's happening when you're engaging in a video game is happening. But I'm in a quiet, good place where I'm, I don't, the negative energies and emotions I'm feeling are away from me. And, and that sort of goes to your thing, like, do you need an app to do this? And I'm like, do you need to sit quiet to achieve these things, period? You know, is because to me, meditation is sort of that next step where it's like there's a lot of things you can do. Like I have used to have ritual uh, coming home from work. Let's not talk about or bitch about anything for an hour. I'll cook dinner, put me in a quiet space, just don't talk. And then after we can talk like I just think there's a difference between like quieting your mind and like the meditation thing but maybe that's a well, myth you know I, I don't know you know i think i think it is similar and again i'm i'm drawing from from stuff like sam harris has said which is that you'd all everybody he's like everyone can find a time in which their uh their conscious mind is quiet it's quieted usually when you're doing like uh, you know i do a lot of like um physical work and and um and like woodworking, say, yeah, I mean, you know? some, yeah so woodworking I, seems like a good example of something. Yeah, like honestly, and sometimes on. I'll do that. The other day, I was working on some stuff for like two hours, and I and I did. I, I thought it was like a half an hour had passed, and during that whole process, like you're doing things, but you're not. <clears throat> you realize at some point that that internal, you know, you talking or talking to yourself is just hasn't been happening, yeah. and so. Uh, you know, he would say that as the example of like that everyone experiences this loss of the self. And that's what it is. When you're caught up in an activity, that stuff fades away. <clears throat> I guess the only difference that, that I, I think is probably is what you just said about like there's other stimuli. There's other inputs. Yeah, like your brain's still <laughs> active. It's just not self-conscious. Well, and I, and I guess it's maybe that that's, the, that's the thing about meditation or the idea. And that's why maybe I question those meditation apps a little bit because it's almost, you know, I would say like maybe they're almost like certain types of video games. Um, maybe less story-driven video games, ones where you're just like, you're playing, yeah. you're in this zone, you're doing something and you're just almost like reacting and playing your, con- your, your you know, it, but it's, you're still receiving an input. Yeah, you're concentrating uh, on activity. You're like, I got to cut this properly or do whatever it is yeah, you do. Whatever. Well, I, w- I wouldn't like, shit on those apps without having tried them. They may just provide the slight guidance framework that people need to, to, well, to meditate. And this is where I get kind of like when you're talking about video games and, and, and other distraction methods, like even even the woodworking, I get in the a zone sometimes when I'm like playing a game or or invested in something or into a good book. But it's it's, it's just like a, it, it's essentially a distraction and it doesn't have you dealing with sort of necessarily any emotions or anything that you're feeling with regards to like a particular situation. Whereas, whereas like, see, this is, this is the, the part that I struggle with in terms of defining what meditation is. Cause if meditation is, is, is trying purposefully not to think about anything. Um, and, and like, just like to clear your mind of all thought, yeah, uh, I'm not necessarily sure that there is a ton of ton of merit to that across the board for everyone. Maybe for some people there is. No, but, that, but I, I if, agree. If, that if, seems like the defining factor is the devoid of thought versus a distraction like watching TV. You can watch TV and be distracted, but you're engaged, like you're thinking, like you know, it's not no, the what, same. What I mean is that people we live in a distraction society now, like sure. where the idea is like every every minute you're looking at your phone you're looking at your other phone you're looking at your tv you're looking at your tablet you're playing a game or whatever you're doing all this sort of stuff Mm -hmm. if part of meditation is taking time to sort of have a conversation with yourself to sort of like step away and like prioritize how you're feeling prioritize you know your thoughts um uh your you know your decision points to actually consciously take time to to remove yourself and, and think and like undistracted well i think that i have positive thoughts towards that whereas if it's like just trying to wipe a hard drive and take a moment within you know an empty an empty space i'm not as i'm not as keen keen on that i don't necessarily see like it may help some some folks but that is not as i don't see the value add there as much so i think it's one of those things that that it's just it's like it's like changing a channel 
in your, in your brain. So like all the things that sort of you, you were describing about like take time for yourself, think about your emotions, prioritize thoughts or feelings or whatever, you know, I, I'm saying like, yeah, that's a good thing to do. Uh, but I'd say it's not, it's probably not, it's not meditation, right? Like it's oh, a, yeah. I think the, I think again, the, the focus is, it's not, it's not that you're trying to think of nothing or you're not trying to repress anything. You're not trying to say, I'm not going to think about things I have going on in my day. Like I always heard like when you're meditating, thoughts will emerge feelings will emerge and the whole idea is like you you acknowledge it when you're you know you're in there you're listening to the breath or you're looking at the candle or whatever just drawing your focus you feel a thought an anxiety something that happened the day you acknowledge it you don't you don't linger on it let it pass things let it pass and that apparently like that you keep doing that and you might do that for you know it might take you months of practice and then at some point those things stop coming and that you're just allowing your mind to be in this place where it's not being overridden by all these things, which, and again, people like, like, like the Buddhists would say that this is the, this is the root of, of our, of our kind of suffering is that it's self. We do it to ourselves. We worry about this. We worry about our friends or relationships. We worry about work. We worry about money. We think about all these things, whether, or things we want to get things we're driven by. And that ultimately that again, the Buddhists say that leads you to suffering leads you to fear things, to desire things and all this attachment that we have. And that when you can just meditate, let those things go. Um, it just doesn't matter. Those things don't bother you anymore. You realize that they're not really important uh, because it's just a construct in your head. And by changing the channel and allowing your mind to come into this place where that dialogue with yourself isn't the predominant thing, it just lets you see something differently. And people claim, and again, these are proponents, so you know they, they have a bias or a, you know something. But but they'll say that it, like if you do it enough, it changes your brain, so that you're just a calmer person. You're going to get less upset by things, and that that's positive. Like that, that essentially just helps you alleviate stress or not be not be driven into stressful moments nearly as easily. Mm-hmm. If you do this as a as a practice, people always say like meditation is, is a practice. You're doing it you know, you're doing it weekly or daily for a long period of time and that the benefits of doing that are, are big. And now when back to like Bo's point, because that was an interesting one about doing a thing like gaming where you're also getting your brain off of that stuff that you're treading on. Like so it, to speak. it would be a particular type of game too. Like it wouldn't. Yeah, be, I agree. Like I agree. Some games are like, you know, very story based. Very, very Zen like kind of game that's relaxing, like solitary even might someone just might. Yeah. Find... Or like Minesweeper. Like, yeah, honestly, I could see yeah. these types of games where you're just kind of playing. And yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see that, but I still think it's, you know, I, I mean, I don't really know, but I think a simple one in some ways, it, maybe it is very similar, but, but I think, it, I think it's, I'm just, I don't know enough to it's know anything about it, this, it's, it's, really, it's, but it's, again, it's still an input, right? I think, and, and, you know, we don't look things up while we do this show, and we're not necessarily knowledgeable about these things. <laughs> it seems lately, we do more and more. Yeah, well, lately, every yeah. now and then, by that. when we're in danger of being way off base, I will look things up briefly, which is just like a definition. But generally yeah. speaking, we rely on our knowledge that we already have to evaluate subjects. In some of us, and in the case of meditation, I have never taken it seriously. Um, I've, well, like I kind of have a an idea that it's hooey. I also know that I can't like as much as I brought up the thing, Mike. That you know, you could be woodworking, you'd be playing a game, you could be doing a thing that puts you in your Zen place, that makes you happy and and clears up the negative energy from your mind. Let's say. It's not the when you say like meditation is like emptying your mind. It's not emptying my mind. I'm thinking like I'm engaged in a in a thing, and I feel like that's an important distinction for meditation. And because I haven't done the emptying of the mind, like I think ever, like the only time I can feel my mind is emptiest is if I wake up after some long sleep and I'm like in that moment of like what, but that's not it either. I don't think so. So daily. No, like seriously, I don't <laughs> I don't know what the feeling is like. So it's hard to say if it's good or bad or worth pursuing even. I just know well, what I hear and and it often sounds pretentious and like you need to get in your place and blah 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 and I'm just like daff like <laughs> you know that sounds like hooey to me, you know. And and if I'm being nice about it, I should be open-minded and say, well, you know, maybe there's something to this. I don't know that there isn't. 
And Mike is saying that there's studies that show that the brain does, they, there is like rec- replicable results in the monitoring that goes on the brain. So that sounds to me like there's something there, right? It's not just. Uh, I, I don't think anyone is really up, saying you know? this is, it's, it's negative. Like the meditation is going to do you harm. No, uh, no. The one thing I but will just that say, it's fake. Oh. I, I, the, the concern no, is that it's like a cult yeah. thing or something that doesn't really exist. Well, that's Wait, so there's an interesting point. Because, well, I can I oh, get in ahead, for it. it's been a while. I feel like I've been here. Yeah, um, it hasn't, I, but I okay. just what? <laughs> I, I think I think you guys should check check yourselves because it has been. But um, but here's here's the deal. Uh, I, what Bo brought up in terms of perception of meditation is something that I've struggled with a lot of uh, uh, as well. It's like, so, and you know, I perceive meditation a certain way. Like first it was for wise people. Then I, I shared up until recently Bo's point of view that it's kind of like a, a bunch, you know, a bunch of hooey. And then, then I feel like that, that people that are really into meditation feel like look down on, you know, people who, you know, dismiss, you know, dismiss it or, or are not interested in it. I think that there's a lot of like a lot of these sort of feelings about how it is perceived. And again, it's just one of these things where not one of the three of us do it. Right. So it's like to then be to then for us to be super dismissive of it, it feels a bit unfair. And the, the other thing is that I like recently have been having, you know, issues at work and stuff like that, that I've been carrying home. Uh, and this is unlike me because normally I've been able to shut off, you know, enjoy uh, life, live in the moment for the most part. I don't get too preoccupied with these things. I've had some, you know, major issue, like emotional episodes in my life where like, you know, uh, passing of parents all this sort of stuff and that it bothered me at the time but i've always managed to plow through it and all this so it's only recently like i've been dragging these things home and and i just wish i could let them go and like even yesterday i had it was just the smallest conflict situation at work and i came home and i was playing mario brothers which is a very easy game to kind of zen out with a little bit and i was still like in the back of my mind just thinking about these things and so i i just i wonder like as somebody who doesn't do the meditation i'm not interested in investing five hours in it or anything like that like the dalai lama but like a minute a day to like have time with yourself and all that i can't see how that's a bad thing no like and i think it, in some of those things you were describing like i think you'd find it a very helpful thing and 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 a lot, some of those apps i think are a good place to start uh and again i'm not someone who does this uh the one thing i was going to say but yeah again like i think it's no one's going to really say this is something you shouldn't do it's going to cause you you know harm i think it's the exact opposite even a little bit will probably do you good and we could all use more mindfulness or you know kind of getting out of our heads i think that that would do anyone benefit pretty much one thing i would say that i think is worth mentioning is that because uh bo said culty there are for sure cults that use meditation as an entry point uh and i i know this for certainty that i see posters even around like town in Ottawa, which is, you know, not a big town, but like, you know, it'll be like, oh, come learn from Sri Sri Raman, you know, Eastern meditation guru or whatever. Uh, and it's just like some of those things are definitely cults. And there are like, if have you guys watched this Wild Wild Country on Netflix? No, but I heard about it. Yeah, I it's uh, I heard it's it interesting. Good. I heard it was good. You watch that. You watch that. You'll be like, oh, yeah, that's a cult. Uh, and like meditation is a key component on it's not that it's all bs like it might have some positive uh aspects to it but it has a definite meditation component but when you see that when you watch that documentary you're like this is 100 a cult uh and the meditation aspect draws people in because it's promising stuff like happiness you know enlightenment mm-hmm. things that everyone wants so I, I would always just be like beware those who are pulling you in you know it's like i think if you're gonna be get into meditation like do it for yourself like find something that's not like you know beware anyone who wants your money or like and there are certain things about some of them like you can go on these retreats right like i know lots of people who've gone on these 10 day silent meditation retreats and i'm 
you know, as you know me, I'm a skeptical person. And, uh, and I'm like, and on some of these things, I, I don't, I'm not keen about. Uh, so you go there, you're mostly meditation. It's quiet. You, you can't talk to anyone for all these days. There's a teacher who is some boy who does is doing some guided meditations, talking to you about how you should, you know, be in this moment or whatever. And I do think that some of those things are like, um, those are entry points to getting you into a cult by doing things like breaking down your critical thinking skills, not allowing you to talk to other people to be like, uh, do you think uh master over there is a little bit off on what he was talking about? Not talking to other people. Like those are all to me, red flags, like to be like, watch out for people who are trying to get you to not be critical, um, to not try to look at the broader picture, what's going on right here. Um, beware things that are like free. A lot of these things are like, you pay nothing, you come to this thing, but you know, any donations are accepted. And then you have people that are like given thousands of dollars. And I'm just like, you know, there are alternative motives to some of these groups. And I think that's worth mentioning. Don't just be like, go to your, Mm. you see a poster on the street, like, oh yeah, meditation, I'm all in. And then it's like, all of a sudden you've signed over your mortgage of your house or whatever to some like, you know, teacher of the meditation i think it's a personal journey and uh yeah so there's that aspect but i think that that's you know not worth throwing the baby out with the bath water for it but hmm. worth mentioning yeah it's uh it's a weird thing it's hard to grok if you haven't haven't um experienced it yourself whether or not it's bs or like people want to believe in this right well, here's another interesting thing I heard about the, 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 the drugs, the psilocybin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's honestly like I've never done uh, LSD or psilocybin. And frankly, this conversation kind of made me think like maybe, you know, I'm about to turn 40. Like maybe I should get my, myself a hold of some of this stuff and give it a shot. Because uh, they, they use this kind of um, uh, analogy to be like, you can get to this space by meditating, right? Like, like a space of your brain in just this complete other mode of operating. Uh, or you could take psilocybin for like, and then for five hours kind of experience it. Hmm. Um, and again, going back to Sam Harris, he said like, this is not, if you want to do this regularly, doing psilocybin or LSD is not sustainable. <laughs> you can't be like, I'm going to do acid every week now. It's like, no, no, that like, don't do that. Uh, but but you could check it out. You could just be like, well, before I work on all this meditation well, stuff, it's going to take a lot of time. Why don't I just drop some acid, see if it's for me, and then I can do the homework. It, basically, that's kind of what they were saying. Like He, he said uh, that he probably wouldn't have got into meditation if he hadn't as a young man experimented with some of these psychedelics. They're mm-hmm. non-addictive, non-toxic. Uh, it's just like... It is intriguing. I mean, and there's a there's a, a, a podcast he did with this uh, recently about psychedelics and meditation. And it's worth the listen on if, if this stuff is at all intriguing to you. But it definitely made me think like, and it was just like, he's a, it's, it's an easy way. Like if you go to someone and say, come with me to this meditation retreat. We'll go every week for three years. And then your brain will start getting into the state where you can see stuff like, or you could drop some acid tonight and be like, whoa, uh, to kind of like jumpstart you there. And he also said it like this to be like, you might go and meditate and feel like, okay, that did nothing for me. Uh, you know, I'm like, I don't buy this stuff. It's hooey. Mm. But it's like, if you, if you take, if you eat a magic mushroom, you're going to be like, something's happening. Something's happening right now. I know something's happening. You know, you can't be, you, you can't not see it. Uh, but with the meditation, it's more like you got to work at it. And eventually, apparently you can get to a very similar states of mind. Um, he also said, which is, uh, and I'm just regurgitating lots of stuff here, obviously. But he also said, like, uh, you know, if you're someone who suffers from schizophrenia, you probably shouldn't do LSD or <laughs> psilocybin. It can be pretty bad. And he also said, interestingly, you probably also shouldn't do, like, a long, silent retreat if you have suffered from schizophrenia. It might be very problematic for you. And I'm like, that's pretty interesting. Um, probably because when you're quieting your mind, that other part of you can take over or... You can might have a psychotic break kind of thing. One thing I'd say about mm. meditation that is uh, that really like was almost the first thing I thought of when this came up was how my like I talked about how my kid is now I'm able, I'm able to get a bit of my time back in the evening, right? Like I'm a bit I did I was at a point where like I was getting no sleep, I was getting you know I was just taking care of two kids, one or the other, going to work, whatever. It was not sustainable. Things are just 
you know, just getting back in gear. So bottom line to my time is, is valuable. Right. Uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then the first thing I thought of when I started talking earlier was about the Dalai Lama and his five hours. And the big thing there was the five hours. And I recognize that meditation comes in different sizes. And I think the reason that people talk are so high on this app is that, that it's like, it allows you to, to, you know, just take that minute to, to breathe or whatever throughout the day. And honestly, I, the, the length of time sounds right to me. The approach sounds right to me. I'm sort of supportive of that element. But then when Mike's talking about these retreats where you spend your entire weekend or whatever, or, or, or a bunch of time in, in, in sort of solitude. And I think about like all the things I could be doing at that time, including sleep. And here's the thing is like, I like to sleep, but at the same point that die, uh, that die another day, James Bond villain that developed the mask to stop you from sleeping and give you the same rejuvenation. Like if I had that mask, I would use it all the time and stay up Bo Schwartz hours. Right. Like, but the thing is, is like, I don't have that. I need to sleep. I need to work. I need to take care of my kids and all that. So to find, to, to then have this time and be like, Oh, I'm going to spend this time on me. Yes, I am going to spend time on me, but I'm going to do it doing things that I like to do and enjoy to do, and enjoy doing, right? As opposed to sitting in silence. But like, I mean, I, some people say like with the, some like get one of those apps, you do that on your bus ride to work, right? 15 minutes, 20 minutes, sit there, you know, close your eyes, just, you know, you can I know, but that again, like devil's advocate here, that 15 minutes, if, if, and I bite to work, but if I was on the bus, if oh, you Uber the, to work sometimes too. Yeah, but if you I'm on in, your Uber ride, but if I'm in the Uber or if I'm on the bus and I'm on my phone and that's like the like I've been like that's my first time to you know have some time and I can like go to my websites and catch up on some of the stuff that's been going on or whatever. Yeah. That's again, that's time like smartphones and different things allow you to, to get that time to do pleasurable, you know, sort of, sort of activities and to be like, no, I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to chill. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Honestly, for some people that may be a more valuable use of time. It's just like when, when deciding if it's right for me, one of the first things that I jump into is do I want to spend my time doing this but the, the time the, the problem is is you don't know because you've never achieved meditation like it's no hard to, right exactly like that's I the thing is like clearly LSD. no because you you know it's it, you don't know right like that's the that's the tough part it's like i guess i need to do lsd i think that's what i'm taking away from this episode yeah i think bo you should for sure it's totally <laughs> you sort of looked the part already <laughs> what? But, but, but one thing that's that i would discrimination against long hairs yeah, <laughs> not it's also the beard and the general disheveledness yeah. uh but uh yeah and i'm i mean i'm honestly thinking because i again i turn 40 next year i'm like maybe that's the time to have a psychotic break with reality uh but uh but i would say crofton because you've mentioned to me several times over the course of your life that you're terrified of death and you <laughs> a few times oh yeah, like, yeah yeah absolutely and, and just for the record that hasn't changed <laughs> right right and i think you know everyone is to some extent but you know, I, I'm I'm much more at peace with it as I get older, and because I, I think about it quite a bit, and not in a negative way. But again, I would be like, you know, it might be helpful for you this type of meditation because <clears throat> apparently they they say that it is very helpful for that. It starts to make you realize that you're like it's not such a big deal, uh, and and not worry about it. And you seem like someone who who does worry about it. Uh, when it comes up, and maybe how would it do that? How would I be like? I'm like, okay, now I got time to, to myself. Let me just think about how death is not a big deal. Okay, I wouldn't be able to have any of these thoughts because I would be dead, and the earth, you know, it's an endless void in which I won't be reborn, and there's no uh -huh. Jesus. Yeah. But the, I'm I mean, like, wow, this is great, making me feel great. It's the great because unifier, you know. It's 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 inescapable, and it's well. I think I think again, you you're looking. At, keep in mind, you're looking at this like. All those things you said, uh, you know, I won't be able to do this. I won't be able to think this again. That's your ego. That's your that's your pre that's that part of your brain. It's like I'm here. Talk to me. Ah, all these things I want and desire. Blah blah blah. You know, and it's 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 if if you spend some time quieting that part of your brain, there's another part of your brain that might be like, you know, it doesn't matter, and like, and you might just be at peace with it, and that's you know what crofton just do some lsd i think that's a way better route for you because clearly you're, i mean the, you're gonna play video games that's and the give thing it's, it's it's the piece like it's it's <laughs> it's the it sounds foreign especially to a busy 
you know, adult with kids and job and everything else. Like, and, and certainly nothing I've experienced truly. That's why I say, like, I don't think distracting yourself gets you to a place like that where you've, sh- you've altered your perspective based on the emptiness of your mind. And, and it's, it's an interesting concept because really what, what are our minds, but a product of our evolution, like, you just want to eat and fuck things and and hunt and and that like that's it. We're, we're animals, and it's like we're, we're programmed with all these impulses all the time, and we have our human intelligence on top of all of it. But really, there's nothing there. It's Some just a, it's a just lot. a bunch of genetic coding. Yeah, it, it's just a bunch of noise. Pro like everything we do is programmed into us from years, centuries, millennia of habitual behavior codified into our organic being so the idea that someone would meditate to take that signal out to turn that television off in your brain and to find out what's there when you turn it off is i my understanding is from our conversation is that there is something else there but you won't see it or hear it unless you work at it or take lsd that's, oh, that's, jump that's acid before this show because it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, I have to work tomorrow, so I don't want to show up all. Uh, I don't know what the hangover is yeah. like for acid, but you guys should have no, a I joint fortieth that... birthday party, and it we should, should be like it should be like Mike, Mike and Bo's LSD and land. Do you have a hot tub? Do you have a safe place for us to be while we do this? Well, mine is so I don't know. Because drugs about, might have the opposite effect, not calming me, but making me run naked through the street. Like, yeah, I feel like, like with Bo, you never know. That's I don't drug. When I was young, it was cute, but I don't know what to see a naked forty-year-old man have an acid trip at the Dairy Queen. <laughs> well, <laughs> there's, a, there's a website for that. It always seems to me that when I hear about the two, I feel like oh, it's psilocybin that seems the more palatable of the two it's like less long of a trip uh, maybe less it would have to be a really tiny amount like i'd be i'm so scared of, of doing any drugs to you be should google well this bo you should google I, microdosing lsd it's i go thing, orangutan you know. as my old man like to say yeah microdosing there might be all half the people at your workplace might be microdosing lsd and you wouldn't even know it. maybe meditation oh. is the original microdose it sort of is except now it's available in pill form you don't have to sit, sit there <laughs> meditation now in pill form <laughs> i don't know about, i don't know about all that but uh interesting conversation i think it's time we'd rendered verdicts though i think i think uh we have to not call to to anger up our minds and, and think about this hard and, and give it uh, give it uh, to go on the verdict scale. Man, that was bad. It's like yeah. my head wasn't. I agree. Let's bring the animals in. Order in the court. All right, it is time to deliver verdicts on the subject of meditation. Uh, who would like to go first? I'll go first. I feel like I haven't gone first much, and mostly because everybody's waiting for my verdict, so I know we like to leave it for last, but I might as well just go first. Yes, yes, carry on. Um, <laughs> you're you're no uncalming my mind right now. Verdict. What's Silos. the opposite of meditating? I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> Silos. Uh, so, yeah, there's a there's a lot on this this topic, and it's funny. Meditation is one of those things where it's like – I, it's, it's not in my face all the time, right? It's not like, it's not something that annoys me on a regular basis. It's not something that drives me nuts, even though I've had some sort of like presumptuous thoughts about like, oh, that's a waste of time. Like hippy dippies are, 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 are meditating. And and as I see a greater sort of need for taking moments of non-distraction in my life and like pausing and thinking and becoming more like splinter from the ninja turtles i really see the merit of med uh, the merit of uh, meditation at the same point like the overindulgence in it the maybe navel gazing of five hour retreats of meditation uh the the business we you know the turning it into business as mike kind of mentioned some of these scam artists like there's a lot about it that's that that is not necessarily 
positive. The surroundings of it, the, the trappings. Uh, but at its core, I think it's something that can really help some people and reward some people. And I don't think that there's anything bad about taking time for yourself to pause and to reflect uh, to you know clear to clear yourself like it may not necessarily be for everyone but it's not it's not a negative and that that means like does the 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 bullshittery that surrounds me- meditation like the fact that maybe some of these guided apps aren't the the best or maybe the fact that some of these retreats are dumb or whatever is that enough to throw the baby out with the bathwater in this? I don't think so. So I'm going to, I'm going to go and say that there's enough positive here for me to, to say that meditation is good. Hmm. Booyah. Think of you, Bo. Yeah, I'm, I want to believe in the dream of meditation, even though I really don't, know what it's like firsthand and the part of me is very skeptical that it's even really a thing like quieting your mind for sure is a thing but this zen place of absolute peace from emptying your thoughts i don't know i'm skeptical so i want to believe in it but i don't believe in it so i'm going to go ahead and deliver the verdict of bullshit Uh, because i'm unable to determine whether it's a good thing because I know of no, like, you know when you don't like a thing, but um, there's a, an example of someone who does it really well, so you're like, well, I guess that's good. I, I'm trying to figure out what that might be. Like, if there was some super real-life superhero, real-life hero, saves people with meditation, like, I can get behind a doctor. They're not all great, but a doctor has helped somebody. I believe that a doctor can be good, but I don't know of a meditation that's really you know done anything so it's hard to it's hard to measure so i have to go bullshit hmm that was a bullshit verdict bo (laughs) (laughs) no it's not it makes sense i think yeah yeah no no i think maybe a little bit maybe i don't know I'll well, it's, it's also, it's like one of these things you don't know much about and like and like honestly like i talked like i know a lot about it but like i have not spent the time doing it i've heard a bunch about it but i'm like my wife does it she's seen positive benefit of it so from from there like you know la relaxation la relaxation ça fait du bien i mean it's just like i think that there is enough there i i do think there are people who peddle this stuff we're in a moment once again i think as it's happened in the 60s and 70s where new new age kind of stuff is on vogue again mindfulness is like Everyone wants to be like a mindfulness consultant and like, you know, yoga and, and this stuff is it's all related in this in this this kind of piece, which is sort of like self-improvement. And, and look, I mean, at heart, that stuff's positive. It's people try mostly, uh, you know, try, trying to just better themselves or alleviate stress or, or, or this type of thing. Uh, but when I think of it at its base, you know, there's this commercial element of it and there's this culty element of it and this dogmatic element of it but like at base i think it's just like you sit with yourself and and i you know to try to just think like what what am i like what is my what is happening to my brain and to just sit there and i think it's like trying to observe try to turn off that thinking part what's going on in there and and just let it let it go and observe it i think it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting thing to engage in, and I think if you have the will and the uh, patience to to give it a go, I think there's enough evidence to show that there are, is definite positive benefits. And I think in a culture that is largely like superficial, like very short, like re- constant reward base, uh, materialistic, that this type of thing is sorely needed because that aspect of humanity is not doing us any favors. <laughs> like it's really, it's really not. So if more people spent more time meditating, I think that could only be a, a good thing, uh, especially if they're doing it for themselves. And I think as on a personal note, if you're someone who has any stress in your life, you worry about death or whatever, or worry about whatever it is, I think it will probably be benefit to you. And it's not just plugging in another distraction. We all have enough distractions. It's the opposite of that. It's like putting out all distractions. So I think it's good. There. Oh, good. That's a, it's good. Okay. All right. And you know, I may, wow. I may give it a try someday. Convince myself. 
it's weird. I, it's two goods and a bullshit. How am I on the negative end of everything? This is. I know. That's why I didn't understand. Unusual. I was like, why is Bo doing this? No, He's looking I don't for reasons. It. I've never felt it. I don't know the benefits of it. It's just, it's a fairy tale, people say. But just try it. Like, like, <laughs> the, like, the thing is, is, like, like, Andrea's like, oh, meditation's doing good for me. But it's like, quiet time and relaxing does good for everybody. It's not necessarily meditate. Like, like, you know what I mean? That's the different. emptying of the mind. It's like, take your word for it that you've done it. But until I experience it firsthand, it's just a fairy tale. So. Yeah, but you're not, you're not going to try. You're like, well, I know. Like, Why do you try? A, like, no, I won't try. It's so boring. <laughs> I'm also- so bored meditating. I can't get like I can't get over the hump. But see, also, you're somebody so. who's told us on this show before about like having anxiety attacks and all that sort of stuff. Doesn't it feel like it's something that may be worth trying? It would be like, good for you. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I can quiet my mind. I don't have to do meditation not, to quiet it's your not mind. The same. I think they're the two same. separate things. That's the thing. But like, because again, meditation, as we extrapolated on the show, is this farther out thing than just quieting your mind with distraction, which yes, is what I do. Which is what I do. You know, when, one thing is when, <laughs> as a non sequitur, whenever, like Mike was talking about yoga, now whenever somebody says yoga, and maybe my brain's just queued up because I've got a Super Nintendo classic, but I hear Dal Sim from Street Fighter always say, yoga, yoga. Or <laughs> when he punches someone. <laughs> yeah, when he punches someone in the face. You're, you're I, like, I think about that often, too. And then, and then his victory pose, if you recall, Mike, is that he... he he goes into a meditative stance and starts floating in the air. <laughs> you know, his like, mind. That's what allowed him to beat the hell out of E Honda so bad. <laughs> yeah, he's like yoga, yoga, meditation. Oh, thank God. All right. <laughs> well, if you've got uh, some interesting lack of thoughts because your meditation has emptied your mind, then don't email us. Because why would you? But otherwise, email us with your thoughts if you have them at goodbadbull at gmail.com email us your uh, opinions on the subject we'll read it on the air we'll discuss it uh, hopefully we'll be respectful and polite about it that's where you can email us with that stuff um, so we're going to plug all the stuff now goodbadbull.com is where the show is housed on the internet visit that and you can find links to subscribe to us to watch your videos on uh, iTunes the video version on our YouTube channel um yeah and lastly i'd like to thank our wonderful patrons at patreon.com slash good bad bull for their support of the show if you are a listener of the show and you feel we are deserving of a buck or two as a tip we do appreciate that it helps us pay for the service costs to host the show uh, go to patreon.com slash good bad bull show to do that today um, I think that covers about everything, right? I mean, you know, we're on Facebook, like us, Twitter, like us, you know, all those good things. Um, so, we were some pretty awesome hosts. This was an entertaining episode. I think we had a good conversation. If you want to keep the conversation going in a different way, you can probably find us on social media. I'm at Bo Schwartz on Twitter. Hit me up. Tell me something. And if you want to find out where these other two guys are, Crofton, where can our listeners find you? I'll be honest. Whenever we do this, I try to make a pun about Twitter and like the topic of the day. Like you can find me meditating away on Twitter. I can't find anything that works with meditation, so I'm just going to see if you can find me at Crofton. Yeah, because if you're meditating, you should stay the hell off your phone. That's like the That's antithesis true. of meditation. That thing needs to be broken into two and tossed in the garbage when you go meditate. Yoga. Um, Anyway, <laughs> Mike, if our listeners want to find you, uh, where, where can they find you? It, uh, it's true. My, my Twitter account actually is like is like a high-level meditation account. It's empty. It's empty of tweets. That's true. I can confirm, Calm, I can peaceful. confirm So that. follow my Twitter lead, and you won't be bombarded by nonsense. You'll just have quiet. It's at, at ML Hodgins. You'll be bombarded by quiet. I like that, actually. <laughs> Silence. Someone should make a meditation account and just never tweet and never follow anybody. Yeah, and that, well, that's what mine is. Follow mine. It's the tweet that isn't there. Think of it. Every time you scroll through your phone, like, what's between those tweets? It's Mike's silent tweet. Unfortunately, you have made some tweets, but I guess I would just, 
I would just like to throw an extra uh, thank you as well. We stream this show live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash goodbadbull. We have some faithful listeners that show up every week. Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, Monica, Wicked Kitten, Lord Shaper, Clown Baby. Uh, we really appreciate the support they give the show. Recently, we've got this new guy, Flashblade, seems to be awesome as well. Really good taste. So I want to thank all of them for I all their for that guy. Yeah, that guy's a dick. I've seen him in here before. He, he pretends like he's Crofton in the chat. Why hasn't he been banned? Uh, I, I think a Wicked Kitten gave wicked him kid, a she time kick out him out of there. Her. I don't but know if it's him or her. It's you know, internet. We don't know who it is. For for any of you guys that want to join the the show as it's happening, getting in on the chat, we we welcome you on the, in our friendly our friendly online chat room uh, where you can either participate, spam emojis, or simply meditate. Yeah, emotes. It's not. There's no emojis on Twitch. Friends, just you forgive him, inter- internet, internet people. Police. He's vacationing in uh, Picton, in Ontario, where the old people vacation. <laughs> it's done. It's done. It's a done deal. He's, he's signed. He signed the old person contract, and he's. Well, where are you vacationing? Let's hear your vacation plan. Emotes. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to California. No, you're going Liz, to a Liz corporate Con. event, you bastard. <laughs> it's my vacation. I can go I can swing by Disneyland. There you go. That's a vacation. Yeah, I like how you're you like crapping on Crofton's like sojourn on the beach with his with his family and you're like going to I'm giving cool. him a hard time because we're bu- we're buds. You were giving him a hard time. But but but, but I've going? lived in Kingston and I've been to Picton and Gananoque and I just associate it with old people. I'm sure it'll be fine. It's just I'm busting his balls because I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, you'll have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll have a good time. Good old time. Good old time. <laughs> <laughs> yoga. Yoga. <laughs> yoga fire. <laughs> um, w- where are you going? It's a Bob? good place and to we're... end on. That way Crofton doesn't get the last word. It's perfect. You're going to BlizzCon, obviously. But when is BlizzCon? November. I don't know that's... It doesn't matter when it is. He'll be there, Crofton. No, it's November. That's far away. I'll probably have another vacation by that time. Maybe I'll be in California. You're going to go to BlizzCon? I mean, now? you've been to no. California, yeah. too. I, like, There's other things to do in California. Crofton. Guys, I'm sorry. I'm I sorry if you get... Hello. I'm sorry if you guys are taking this personally about getting old. I'm just busting you nuts. You guys are getting a little <laughs> sensitive. It's like, I'm not old! But there's lots of old people there. Like, it's not a lie. That's an old people vacation spot. It's not an old person's vacation spot. It's a young person's <laughs> drinking spot. That's what I thought of it is. Well, I mean, sure. And I've only been there once when I was like 14. So you're like, it's all old. It's people. a nice like, place. And we I are, used to go every look, summer look, with my family. Honestly, we are getting old. I mean, it's okay. You have a family. You're raising kids. You want to go somewhere that's good for the family. Like, that makes and you know sense. what comes it's after fine. getting old? Death. That's what comes after that. <laughs> you better start meditating. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like we've nailed a lot of topics. I was thinking about this listening to the show when I switched from time travel to nostalgia today. What? You like, feel like something you've done was very good? Hmm. I feel, Tell us I know about it. I'm talking. I'm unusual. What an unusual Are you a fan of the Good, Bad, or Bullshit podcast? Consider supporting the show by becoming one of our valued patrons at patreon.com. For as little as the cost of one cup of coffee a month, your generous support will help keep the random topic generator oiled and fueled for future generations. Find out more at patreon.com slash goodbadbull.